Praise God. He chose to make something out of nothing. <laughs> he chose. Take your Bibles this morning. Turn with me to Philippians chapter number 2. Boy, the joy book. Take your Bibles, Philippians chapter number 2. And when you find your place, stand up because we sure got a word worth standing for. A word worth standing for. Philippians chapter number 2. We'll be, begin reading in verse number 1 of chapter number 2. Now let me just say the devil has tried everything he can to discourage and to suppress. You ain't got to believe me, that's okay, all right? But I know how it feels, all right? And some of you, maybe you've been through the same exact thing. I know this, when God wants to do a work, the devil wants to do a work, all right? He wants to slow down and stop everything God wants to do. And you and I have got a choice this morning. Huh? We've got a choice this morning. Either we'll choose Christ and choose to open up our heart and allow God to speak to us, or either we won't. Now, here's the deal. You're here. You're here this morning. So let's, why not, just open up our hearts and do a little examination together. Philippians chapter number 2, beginning in verse number 1. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ... If any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. In verse 5, beginning in our text of where we'll be today, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, you notice this is where we'll be today, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus I said that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father let us pray Heavenly Father God oh God I thank you for this day God, I thank you for what you've already done in my heart, God. Oh, God, how you pour your spirit out upon us. God, we don't deserve, God, your stirring. God, we don't deserve your moving. But yet, God, you love us. And God, today you're calling us, God. God, you're calling us. 
So God, I pray, as we've opened up our hearts, God, may we examine ourselves with you. Oh, God, empty us. God, empty us. God, empty me of everything I am, God. At this very moment, God, I give you every fiber of my being, God. God, it's your anointing. And God, if you don't move and you don't stir, God, it's all in vain. So God, help us. God, help us today. God, move upon us today. God, as only you can. God, we've got needs. And God, I know you have answers. So touch us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. We find here in Philippians chapter number 2. I love Philippians. You know, it's hard just for us to fathom. It's hard for us to believe that Paul is here and he's writing these letters from prison. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know anybody who could be chained up in prison writing letters about the joy of the Lord. Huh? The joy of the Lord. And I'm not talking about these prisons like we got today. Come on. I'm not talking about like the prison. I'm talking about the I'm talking about that hole in the ground with a hole in the ceiling. Well, you better be ready to catch your food as it falls down. Huh? I'm talking about the, the rodents and the rats climbing around. If they don't get you, maybe starvation will. Huh? I'm talking about real chained up prison, folks. And yet Paul was writing about joy. Can I tell you there's a reason why he could write about joy? Because he had the joy of the Lord. Because he had Christ living inside of him. Listen, if we ain't got joy today, we are robbing ourselves. Here's the title of the message. Huh? You ready for it? Get your mind right. Oh, that's offensive, huh? I said the title of the message is, Get Your Mind Right. We live in a day when the believer needs to get their mind right. They need to realize, listen, if God is your God, live like He's your God. Have confidence in Him like He's your God. Have joy like He's your God. Why? Because He is joy. He is joy. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. Can you imagine Paul here? That's why he could have joy, because he had his mind right. Not only did he have his mind right, his jacket going to have to come off. I'm going to rip it off one. He had his mind right, folks. And not only did he have his mind right, praise God through the inspiration of the Lord. Hey, he gave us the instruction to have our minds right. Mm, don't miss that. Oh, don't miss that today because if you do, you're going to walk out of here just like you walked in. You say, preacher, I walked in needing some help. You better believe you did. Because guess what? You can join the club. huh? You ain't even got to sign up. You already belong. Huh? We got to get our minds right. The world out there is going absolutely crazy. And yet we join in. And we get beside ourselves. Who is our God? Who is our God? You talk about the God of peace. Are you truly trusting Him? Are you truly trusting Him? We got to get our mind right. We got to get our mind right. 
in the opening, Paul, verse four, first four verses there, Paul gives an exhortation or a calling to humility. You say, preacher, I didn't come here to talk about humility. Oh, you're going to hear about humility. If you don't, it'll be because you closed up your ears. Huh? Oh, we live in a day when I wonder where is our humility? Where is our humility? You want the mind of Christ? You want to get your mind right? You better find your humility. Oh, it's quiet in here. My goodness, I guess somebody done turned the sound system off. Huh? Yes, it's the right mind, it's the humility that we need today. And we pick up in verse number 5. Verse number 5 of chapter number 2. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Let me introduce to you the example for our lives. The Lord Jesus Christ. He is the perfect example. Paul did not run and talk about himself. Who did he go to? He went straight to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our great example. You want to know how to live? Look at Jesus' life. You want to know how to walk? Look at Jesus' life. You want to know how to talk? Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. And you want to look at humility. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Notice, notice in verse number 5. Let this mind be in you. Note takers, point number 1. Let's all read it together. Verse number 5. Y'all ready? First part. Y'all ready? Let's do this. Let this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you. Can I tell you that word let is there for a reason? Can I tell you God has made available joy for you? God has laid out everything for you. But if you don't let it happen, it's on you. It's on you. He's already made it available. And it's when we make the decision and we make the choice that we're going to be Christ-like Otherwise, it won't happen. Huh? That's a decision you make in your heart and life. That's a decision I make in my heart and life. What does he say? Let this mind be in you. Thank God we got a free will choice, folks. You accept or you reject, but it's up to you. It's the right mind that leads to joy. It's the right mind that leads to victory. I wonder why there's so many down and out and depressed and worried about what's going on in the world. Huh? I mean, first we got this virus and then we got this rioting and all this stuff. And I'm not getting into the middle of it because I don't know the truth of any of it. Huh? Only thing I know, my Jesus is true. My Jesus is my example. And I ain't got to get beside myself and worry about what even is true out in the world. It's what's true in my heart. That's what matters today. But we've got to get our mind right, folks, or we'll fall for that stuff. We'll get worried about that stuff. We will get our attention on that stuff and not on this stuff. And this is the stuff we need for living. That's the stuff we need for living is the Word of God. Number one, let this mind be in you. Not to listen, but to act. 
You understand, let is action. God's not asking you to think about it, to wonder about it, maybe debate it. No, he's saying, do it. Let. Let. You've got to take the initiative, folks. Ain't no man got saved just waiting on God to save them. Huh? When he calls them out, you've got to humble yourself. Maybe that's the problem today. we got more lost people than we got saved people that's claiming to be saved. And it got quieter. I tell you what. Let this mind be in you. And if you're saved, let me remind you today. If you're saved. If you're saved. Romans 12, 2 are to be true to you. I said Romans 12, 2 are to be true to you. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind. Can I tell you, child of God, if you're saved... He's renewed your mind. Now, if you give your mind up to something else, you did it. It's a choice and a decision you made. Oh, what more could God do for us? I say, what more could God do for us? And we live our life like we're going through the motions half asleep. God help us to have the mind of Christ. It's no wonder we fall aside. Soon as somebody breathes on us, we fall down. Huh? I'm talking about you got a renewed mind or either you don't have a renewed mind. Say, that's hard this morning. No, it's truth this morning. And sometimes we just need to swallow the truth and deal with it. Deal with it. If you're saved, you've got a renewed mind. In a world of chaos, you can't be focused on the world. You've got to be focused on Christ. Child of God, I'm talking about you. Lost person, I'm talking about getting saved. You want some peace in your life? Why don't, you, why don't you go to the one who is peace? Huh? Notice with me verses 6 and 7. We'll read the rest of 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. He is the standard and he is the example. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Can I tell you this? Jesus was, is, and always will be God. He never, hey listen, that was never removed from him. Huh? And never, when it says no reputation, never was there a time he was worried about losing his deity. It's a part of the plan. He's God. He's God. Many today that offends, but that'll be all right. He was never afraid of losing his dear, and he emptied himself. Emptied himself. Well, some of us, it's time we emptied ourselves. Here he is, the God man. Huh? Found in the fashion of a man. Found in the fashion of a man. Number one. <laughs> Number one. Let this mind be in you, and you got to want it. Number two, look with me in verse number eight. And being found in fashion as a man, he did what? He humbled himself. Now, we're talking about God here. Look, we ain't talking about one of us. 
We're talking about Almighty God. Yes, my Jesus was there when they moved upon the waters. Yes, my Jesus was there when he said, let there be light. Creator God. We're talking about God. Clothed in human flesh. Think about this. And he humbled himself. You know what blows my mind? Is so many times we know that he humbled himself, but yet we can't humble ourselves. Huh? Oh, I'm, hey, listen, I've already lived this. Humbled himself. You want joy? You want peace? The first record is, number one, to want the mind of Christ. And number two is to humble yourself. It won't happen any other way. Why? Because there's a thing called pride. And pride gets in the way every time. You cannot be thinking about yourself and thinking about the Lord Jesus Christ at the same time. You cannot be looking out for your interest and be looking out for the interest of the Lord Jesus Christ at the same time. Listen, you cannot want your will for your life and be seeking His will for your life at the same time. Either you're on or you're off. There is no in-between. Let this mind be in you. Number two, he humbled himself. He humbled himself. Boy, the sinless son of God leaving glory. Hey, to be condemned, to be mocked, to be spit upon. Lot's cast for his garment. At his feet. Humility. Humility. And you know the whole time all he was concerned about was the Father's will? Well, what does that say about us? Don't miss this. See, you can sit there like you're in la-la land. Don't you miss this. Huh? He was all about the Father's will. Can I ask you this? When's the last time you were more concerned about God's will for your life than your own will? See, I take a deep swallow right there because that one hits me too. Huh? Maybe we're to all just swallow together. He was concerned about the Father's will. Do you realize just as it led for him death, it leads to death for you and I. Where are we going, preacher? I'm talking about death to self. I'm talking about death. See, when you really get humble and humility is a priority, there'll be a death to self. and You won't be worried about self. You'll be worried about God, where God wants you to be. Oh, but you can't do them both at the same time. He humbled himself. And notice what happens when you humble yourself, notice what he says next. And became obedient. Became obedient. I said became obedient. Listen, when we want the mind of Christ and we humble ourselves, number three, guess what happens? We become obedient. Obedient. 
There are some of you, listen, you've got no victory in your life and your life is a mess and you're trying to be obedient as you possibly can, but you've never humbled yourself. You've never humbled yourself. You cannot go and try to be obedient without being humble first. Huh? The best thing we can get sometimes is humble pie. Hmm? You cannot be obedient. Some of you are trying so hard. I ask you this. How's your family? How's your job? How's your marriage? How's the relationship with your kids? Oh, I was thinking about this. Why? Because it all hit me. This week was, this week was a bad week, son. I'm telling you what, I told the class last night, Thursday morning, I said, Lord, won't you just go ahead and take me home? Oh, y'all looking at me like you ain't never said that. Huh? Oh, it was a bad week, man. I mean, I was beside myself. Something didn't happen the way I thought it ought to. Anybody ever been there? Somebody didn't do something I thought they ought to do. Then don't y'all be looking around. Didn't have nothing to do with here. Well, don't be looking up here either. I mean, you know, we keep that at the house. AJ, how many times do we let the little things cause us to be disobedient? The little things. Brother Steve, all I could think about is what I wasn't getting and what wasn't happening that I thought ought to happen. You say, that's pretty selfish. Yeah, but I got a feeling you're probably in that club too. Amen. Amen. That's what's real, isn't it? Yes. And I had my little pity party on Thursday. Ended up driving to the wrong place. I was supposed to meet Greg somewhere. I was halfway to the church. But can I tell you, that's the best thing that could have happened to me. Because in that 15 minutes, God just opened me up, son. I said, God, open me up. Boy, he showed me. He took me back to the Word. Be humble. He humbled himself and became obedient. Why does it say became obedient? Because he's God. He never had to be obedient to nobody. He's God, creator God. Never had to ask for anything. But yet he came, humbled himself, and became obedient. Why? Because he loved you and me. Because there was a plan for us. Hmm. That he would allow all those things to happen. You want to be obedient? Why don't you try being humble first? That's the requisite for obedience. And let me tell you something. You might say today, what does it matter if I'm obedient? Well, it could be the difference in your marriage. It could be the difference in your household. Listen, it could be the difference in your job. Hmm? It could be in the relationships of people around you. Be humble so you can be obedient. So you can be obedient. But what does it matter to be obedient, preacher? Because listen, when we're humble and obedient, guess what? God blesses our life. Let me tell you something. If you think God is going to bless your life out of His will, you better think again. Hear me. There is no blessing out of the will of God. But yet, with so many times, we'll live our life and we'll do our best to make it work. Oh, we will, won't we? God bless this mess. God ain't going to bless no mess. 
God ain't going to bless no mess. You get it fixed with Him. You get it fixed with Him. You want the blessings of God, humble yourself and be obedient. And be obedient. What does He say here? You're saying this relates to Christ. Christ is our example. He's our example. Number three, He became obedient. He became obedient. And the best thing we can do is become obedient after we're humble. Why? Because guess what? It leads to what? Victory and joy. But it also leads to exaltation. Exaltation. There's so many that's lifting them own selves up today. Huh? Lifting your own self up. I can't even look at nobody in here. My goodness gracious alive. Boy, it'd be terrible if conviction fell on somebody, wouldn't it? Can I tell you, that's what we need today. Can I tell you, we need conviction today. Our lives might look a little different if we just, hey, if we just listen and get some conviction. And who brings conviction? Oh, not the preacher. Not the Sunday school teacher. Not the deacon. You know who brings conviction? The Lord Jesus Christ, by the work of the Holy Spirit of God, brings conviction. And if we'll give ourselves over to that conviction and we'll be obedient, because you're going to have to humble yourself if you're going to accept the conviction. Be obedient. And by obedience, guess who? God is going to exalt you. Look what happens. What does he say here? Oh, it's ever clear. Let's read on. Let's read on. Chapter 2, Philippians. Right here, here we are. Verse number 9. Wherefore God had also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow (laughs) of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth. Can I tell you, we ain't talking about one of us. We're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Look to his example that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Can I tell you, he weighs all things in the balance. Quit worrying about what somebody's done to you. Quit worrying about what other people think. Listen, I had to give that up, man. I probably got as many people hate me as love me. If anybody loves me, I guess I wouldn't have to worry about nobody hating me. But you focus on what people have to say about you, and it'll mess you up. I said it'll mess you up. You need to be worried about what God thinks about your life. What God thinks of you. What your heart looks like with Him. God weighs it all in the balance. Look at that. Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hey, you know what? Our lives, we are to live. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Christ exalted. Notice this. Humble, obedient, exalted. Now you say, what's that got to do with us? Well, I'll take you over to 1 Peter chapter number 5. 1 Peter chapter number 5. Why don't you just go there with me? It just might help you. Might just help you. 1 Peter chapter number 5. Verses 5 through 9. Here we go. (laughs) 
picking up. Let's, uh, yeah. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the other. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Some of you need grace today. You need grace today. You might not. Hey, you don't got to admit it, but it's real. Verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. In due time. Whose time are we concerned about? It ain't our time. It's God's time. In God's time. Some of y'all battling some stuff today. Why don't you just give it to him in God's time? In God's time. Verse number 7. Casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion. Listen and y'all. Some of y'all need to wake up to the devil's work. Wake up to the devil's work. Walking about, seeking whom he may devour. You know what? I think he's devoured way too many. Way too And some of you stand in the balance of being devoured today. Humble yourself. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace. <laughs> Can I tell you we all in the same boat? I say we all in the same boat. Why don't you just start rowing? Huh? Why don't you just start rowing toward Jesus? Huh? We all in the same boat. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion. Forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> you know who I'm living for? Jesus. Why? Because living for Jesus is eternal, folks. I say it's eternal. Get your mind right. Get your mind focused where it ought to be. Get your mind off the TV and on the news and all the talking heads. They don't know nothing. But can I tell you, my God Almighty, He knows it all. He'll have dominion forever. Mm. You know that's settled in glory? Huh? Well, no, preacher, you're about to go nuts. I said it's settled in glory. Why? Because it's in his word. <laughs> because it's in his word. It's settled in glory. It's settled in glory. The difference is what will we do? What will we do? Will we get our mind right? You say that's an aggressive title. You better believe it is because we've wasted a lot of time. We've played games for far too long. And it's about time to get our life right. Huh? Get your mind right. Who's going to help you in your time of need? Well, it depends on where you go for help. <laughs> Let me say it again. It depends on where you go for help. And some of you, guess what? You need to be at the altar this morning seeking His face, asking Him for help. But I wonder, will pride keep you away? Oh, we're getting quiet. I said, will pride keep you away? Ain't we been prideful long enough? Huh? Ain't we worried what people thought long enough? You want the mind of Christ, you got to want the mind of Christ. 
Don't get yourself tangled up with the affliction and cares of this world. Humble yourself. Be obedient. And He'll exalt you in due time. But will you let? But will you let? But will you let? Some of you ain't got no joy and peace in your life. And you can't even remember the last time you had joy. Let's be real. Some of you have been so far away from God, you can't remember the last time you felt His presence. You don't believe that could be real? I know it could be real. Why? Been there, done that. Hmm? Why don't we lay down our pride? I ask you again, don't you think it's time? Don't you think it's time that we humbled ourselves and became obedient? That Christ, that Christ, <laughs> as He was exalted, listen, that in due time you be exalted and lifted up. Ain't you tired of carrying the weight of, the, the weight of this world? Aren't you tired of playing games? Aren't you tired of running? Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. I just think it's time we ought to find ourselves at the altar of God. I wonder today, will pride keep you from the altar of God? Will pride keep you from the altar of God? Somebody's looking for help. Somebody's looking for help. I wonder if you're honest with yourself, is it you? Is it you? Will you humble yourself? Be obedient. And allow Him to lift you up. Can I tell you, He wants to do it for you today. But you've got to do that three-letter word, let. 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 I wonder, would you come? Would you come? Would you come? Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for your word. God, I pray now that if you've opened, God, as we've opened up our hearts, and God, I believe you've spoken directly into our hearts. God, I pray we don't sit on it, but we act on it. That we act on it. That we act on it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.